one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, WWE backstage morale destroyed by Royal Rumble, question mark. An update on the legends that were backstage at the Royal Rumble, but you didn't see. Man likes tweets. And timing issues are one of the many problems that the Royal Rumble had this year. I'm Adam Wilborn. <laughs> and I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off by uh, talking about the Royal Rumble. I say we're going to kick things off. The whole video is about the Royal Rumble. What am I talking about? But the fallout from that event is is all over the internet. Yep. The only news that's doing the rounds today, and trust me, we could probably fill about three videos with the amount <laughs> of stories that have come out since then. But we've got one here from PW Insider's Mike Johnson. Uh, locker room morale wasn't great after the Royal Rumble, it seems, uh, described as very down compared to other recent pay-per-view events. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of goes on saying that people within WWE were frustrated by the number of changes that the event was subjected to in the week leading up to it. And this has been cited as one of the reasons why the two Rumble matches weren't all that great. Mm. Uh, Per one of Johnson's sources, the men's rumble in particular was changed around 20 times. That's a quote, so it might just be like, you know, like an estimation. Uh, But things like eliminations, entry order, and specific in-ring interactions, they were all altered. Uh, Things were similar in the women's match as well. Now, this led to a difficult and confusing day for a lot of people involved. Uh, The moving parts were shifting constantly with Vince McMahon, very hands-on with every aspect of the pay-per-view. One anonymous source, a wrestler, a talent in WWE, commented the following. Uh, We were all in a whirlwind just as you had your role and spots down. Everything started over and over, and now most of us were back to square one. It changed again and again and again. It wasn't an easy night even before we hit the ring. Now, Royal Rumble was met with kind of a negative critical response yeah. across the board I think it's safe to say I haven't seen a lot of really positive reviews about this show in general um, Vince McMahon very hands on with the show we, we covered that mm-hmm. on the website earlier in the week uh, leading up to it I think uh, Vince McMahon's had a tough week his mother unquestionably yeah. yes absolutely so I want to see folk going in on him who aren't within the company. That's it's a rough time for him. If he's uh, you know had an erratic creative night for the Rumble, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting to hear this report. Obviously, we sat here after Crown Jewel, I think it was, and talk about how high morale was after that show. So two sides of the coins for sure. But uh, it's interesting to see that as well as the fans being a bit let down, the wrestlers were deflated as well. Yeah, no great surprise that. You know, the wider picture, I don't think it feels that good if you're one person who gives your, you know, entire uh, life to the company and then you just have, you know, 10 minutes, you don't eliminate and only you get chucked out and then effectively 
two part-timers win the Rumble. Mm. I, 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 I feel that's a different argument to say who should have won the Rumble. I sure. think it kind of had to sure. be Brock and Ronda this yeah. year. I think the issue with a lot of people saying, oh, I just can't call it if you're saying, if it's not all Brock or Ronda, who is it? Oh, I just can't call it. That's because no one else stood out. I love Big E. I would have loved to have seen him win it, but... They had him lose at day one. He got pinned clean by Seth Rollins on Raw a couple of weeks ago. Damien Priest has lost steam. Rhea Ripley's all over the bloody shop. There was elements of that in there. But like you're right, I think the, the, the central issue with the Rumble isn't... People have boiled it down to who won. That's not the issue. It's just bloody dull. Yeah, they weren't good matches. Like, there was a few like, great spots in there. Bad Bunny, Ivory, of course. That was funny, um, yeah. <laughs> Nikki A.S.H. forever cursing herself in the eyes of... Phil Chambers after attacking Mighty Molly. That was really funny. But, like, aside from that, there's not too many spots that live long in the memory. Yeah, I know yeah, Kofi, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, had his accident. I thought it was a dumb spot to begin with, if I'm perfectly honest. It's, it's a, a really hard, really hard, really hard thing off. to pull off. But, like, there's such obvious stuff in there that they didn't seem to do. You talk about them changing entry, uh, order entry, changing eliminations. Me and Phil were sat there on Saturday night going... Why haven't they done anything with Aaliyah and Natalia? I'm not saying I'm a huge fan of that storyline, but the whole point of it is that storylines go into the Rumble and then they get added to by what happens. Like, you can potentially create feuds off the back of that. It felt like a lot of people just sort of went in there, went, oh, I can't get you out of the ring, and then someone came in to do something. Um, And there was about five or ten other people who just didn't have anything to do. Like, I I know I made a bit of it, right? But... They didn't do anything with Ray and Dominic. I'm not suggesting they should actually do what I was talking about with Dominic Electric chair and his... I mean, they should, but Dominic Electric chair and his dad out onto the ramp. But the fact they weren't even in the ring at the same time. Or Sasha and Bianca. Why did Sasha get eliminated just before Bianca came out? It was just... Maddening. It was a bad bad set of rumbles. Like, they didn't do anything with anyone, really. I mean, they they did a little bit with Sonya and and Naomi. And the, like, Funkadactyl reunion lasted like, oh, you're there, bye. And it's like, they, that lack of like stories within the match yeah. itself really hurt it. The men's one in particular. Like the first 15 entrants was just this procession of guys yeah. who like I like and should be really into, but don't get a reaction because they've been booked like turds. And no one recognises their themes. Yeah, and their entrance themes are bad now. And it's just, yeah, like I love the Royal Rumble. It's one of my favourite events of the year, yeah. but this year was a real dud. Yeah, and unquestionably, we're going to keep talking about it, uh, not only in this news video, but also myself and the Daddy Boys are going to sit down and dissect the whole thing on a podcast later on today. So make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, to hear that. A little bit of an update on the uh, star names that were backstage, the legends that were there in St. Louis uh, that you didn't see on screen. Uh, the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer writes that Gillian Hall, Caitlin, uh, Aksana, they were all backstage, um, all rumoured to be taking part, just like we saw Melina and, and Cameron as, as Andy mentioned. Uh, also, Kurt Angle was back there. Booker T, who was obviously on the, the kickoff panel, uh, was photographed with uh, with uh, Shelton Benjamin. Um, and uh, The Undertaker, obviously, was also at the event. We probably all saw that image during the rounds of him hanging out with Bad Bunny. Although, <laughs> probably the reason for him being back there was Michelle McCool being in the Women's Royal Rumble. But a lot of legends backstage who didn't make an appearance. I'm shocked that they didn't even just do a, a little, oh, here's, for some reason, all of these legends sat together watching the show. Yeah, you would have bought as much. Like, as far as, like, 
wrestling goes. I'm, I don't need to see more Kurt Angle or The Undertaker. No. So, like, I'm quite glad that they were just there. I'd like to see more surprise entrants. There was, like, four in the men's, and yeah. one of them was Shane Bloody McMahon. Yeah, absolutely. One of them was Shane. One of them was a rapper. Like, Where Ridge Holland was yeah. technically a surprise. Yeah. He wasn't announced before. Well, and I was like, well, that's a bit... Yeah. Maybe you could have someone else who's bald in the match. More on that in a few minutes. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, I've lost my train of thought here. Uh, no, I was going to correct myself. Bad Bunny was awesome. I'm not trying to sound mm. dismissive. Or oh, a little bit more on him as well later on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, okay. Uh, bald guys who are liking tweets. Uh, <laughs> Cesaro. Is Cesaro Yo. upset at not being in the Royal Rumble? Bloody hope so. I ask you that much. Yeah, he wasn't there. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, more good wrestlers in matches, that'd be cool. Bailey at home, Trish at home, Finn in Temple Bar in Ireland. Yeah, he's having, he's having 30 pints, according to his Twitter. Um, but yes, okay, let's talk about Cesaro. He has, uh, this doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. That's why I kind of facetiously introduced it as man likes tweets. <laughs> but he's liked the tweet criticizing his lack of participation in the Rumble. Uh, Gareth, gamebanter.com.co.uk, sorry, uh, tweeted the following. Imagine booking the Royal Rumble and, not and, and thinking, nah, can't think of anything for Cesaro to do this year. Jesus. This guy, are you effing serious? Can you, you can't think of a single thing for him to do really absolutely effing unbelievable and it's a gif of Cesaro scooping up the big show and putting him out uh, at uh, the Wrestlemania 30 Andre the Giant Battle Royal which proves his his pedigree and uh, what he can do in matches like this uh, Cesaro liked that he hasn't removed the like at the time of, of writing so it's like he clearly hasn't just accidentally slapped it and gone oh crap um, but yeah there you go maybe a hint of frustration or maybe nothing you decide like, no, no offence to Finn Balor but Finn Balor's one thing right they clearly have given up on Finn yes. Balor that's not breaking they, news they've here. given up on Cesaro they've given well. up on Cesaro but Cesaro <laughs> less than a year ago let's not forget what he did at Wrestlemania with Seth Rollins yep. now I'm not saying he should maybe be one of the final three or something but you can't tell me you couldn't have him I don't know have him swing Johnny Knoxville yeah. right? Ever, that was a great little spot you could have just chucked him in there. You could have had him be, be in there, wrestle for 15 minutes, and then eliminate Ridge Bloody Holland, because there's a nice little because of the bar and stuff like there that. And then maybe Seamus can get rid of him, and like maybe he could take the place of Shane McMahon! <laughs> Why was he in the Rumble? I know it's because he's coming back because it's Mania season, so he's going to jump off something big. I hate him so much, Andy. I oh my god, he, he was in the final four. He was he was in the final. <laughs> he was in the final three, wasn't he? Yes, he was. In the final three, he couldn't get eliminated by Brock Lesnar, who could send me over the top rope with a look, let alone in clothesline, right? And his striking has somehow got worse in the time that he's been away, and he outstruck Matt Riddle. He's a UFC fighter, Shane. And he jumped out Kevin Owens. What's going on? Are you all right? I'm really sorry. Just, it's. Uh, I'm gonna get you some timing time. issues. One, one of the main problems <laughs> with the men's Royal Rumble. That's our fine final news story of the day. This, according to Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer, uh, you may have noticed that the men's Royal Rumble went about 51 minutes. Women's Royal Rumble yeah. just shy of the hour mark. Um, now, obviously, it was probably also cut down a little bit due to Kofi Kingston being taken out and accidentally being eliminated in that weird spot, because I think I read somewhere that there was also plans for him to do some spots with Big E, which would make a lot of sense, because Big E came in uh, a couple of people after Kofi. But yes, severe timing issues. It was all shortened down, basically. It was still, what, a four-hour pay-per-view? It was five, long. Five hours, I yeah. think, if you include the uh, kickoff show. Yeah. Um, That's what you expected. So yeah, timing issues, and then you sort of went, get on with it, let's have Brock out there and eliminate everyone. Presumably also 
why that final sequence with him and Drew went a bad minute. Yeah. You thought normally, both kind of final sequences just sort of went, Right, oh my God, it's these two, and you're gone. Yeah. Like, normally they do a bit of back and forth. I'm not really asked that much about yeah. it, but if you're wondering why that happened, this is probably there why they were just drama. like, wrap this one up. Yeah, wasn't much drama. Uh, timing issues are what they are. I guess they're a thing now that they're on Peacock rather than the network in the US. When they were on the network and it was solely the network, they had their own schedule. They could do whatever the hell they want, but I guess Peacock has... This is just me speculating, mm -hmm. by the way. Other programming they need to keep to. Yep, explain to explains a thing or two um, but there were other problems with the show as well, oh yes sure. and we'll get into it in that podcast later on today uh, right let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE I suppose calling back to a Twitter question from a few days back if you're wondering what would bring back Broken Wilborn Jonathan Rivera it, it's Shane McMahon I really should have thought that in advance anyway let's move on with today's questions Nemesis Type 87 writes good morning from New Jersey fellas uh, what? do you think the Royal Rumble 2022 has solidified NXT's demotion to being a strictly developmental brand, not one single wrestler from the brand entered the Rumble could have been a much-needed boost on the men's side. Yeah, they don't care, do they? They don't give a hoot. Um, I, I don't know if it cements it. I think this was actually, this was probably cemented in September, yeah. really, when they made all the changes. But yeah, uh, absolutely no question. I think this was the first men's Rumble since like 2015 or something. Something like that, since they didn't have any uh, NXT entrance. Uh, moderately... Surprising in a way because there was a report of Gunter and and uh, and Braun Breaker being brought to the event. Mm -hmm. uh, that was before the show. Whether or not they were actually there, uh, we don't know at this stage. But absolutely, um, they don't care. It's a developmental brand. Uh, it will be that for the foreseeable future. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised and not surprised at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like, yeah, the injection of it, and I know I'm biased, but someone like here, you care guys, baby, to the moon, would actually have been quite fun <laughs> on the night. We need we needed something like that in the Royal yeah, Rumble. But you're like completely that. right. They would have gone, um, is Bob Wagner free? <laughs> He's got heart. No, <laughs> we're protecting him. Five, get him in. Um, yeah, and then no Gunter. It was either going to be Gunter or Von Wagner. Uh, sorry, or Bron Breaker, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. It solidifies the fact that they are for the now, for at least the time being, going. Stay where you are, lads. Yeah. Go away, trainees. Eddie Zamhari gives us our second question of the day. Eddie says, "Hey guys, with the report of shame." <laughs> With the report of Shane McMahon potentially being booked for WrestleMania 38, again taking someone's spot on that card. And Elimination Chamber, by the way. Oh, He's fuck. booked for both. Cool. <laughs> good. You don't do any more streams for a while, pal. I'm actually off the Elimination Chamber stream. Hey, and so that, was, that was even before the Shane yeah. McMahon news. But even so, I'd have been like... I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. good for talking about him. Anyway, uh, do you think Austin Theory could always be a potential opponent as Theory can be featured with Vince McMahon, some stipulation match, and mm. Shane can jump high from something? Because he can do that because he doesn't have to wrestle 52 weeks of the year, right? Stop giving him props for jumping <laughs> off stuff when he can just sit at home and recover from it and sweat more. Anyway, do you think he could fight Austin Theory at Mania? <laughs> I think in WWE canon it would work, right? Uh, I'd like to shoot him at WWE canon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on it. I'm, I'm working up on the wrong side of bed today, this clearly. Rules. I need someone to pick me up. I haven't had a coffee yet. <laughs> uh, it's 5 a.m. here in the, in the what culture cave, I guess. It's a different time zone. Different, yep. <laughs> Out there it's nine. We're in Australia. Um, 
Yeah, I think this would kind of make sense because the whole point has been uh, prove yourself. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pull your teeth out. Uh, Eyeballs. My great boots. I, uh, it's a, uh, my demon seed. Egg. Yeah, it's it's stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it makes sense. If you could be the product of my genetic jackhammer. Yeah. Now, you can, yeah. I hope Austin Theory beats the piss out of him. Hope he leaves in a bloody mess at WrestleMania. Takes a selfie. And then takes a selfie, like you say. But yes, I think you might be right there, Eddie. I do think that's probably where we are heading. And uh, yeah, well, we'll no doubt have more on this when I can swear profusely. Uh, Brother Phil gives us our final question Brother of the day. Phil. Um, says, AW does like a storyline of who will be the first person to beat Punk or Cole, etc. Uh, by signing Danhausen, could and should AW go with stories of a wrestler being cursed <laughs> and having a losing streak? Have a great day. You have a great day too, Phil. Uh, what do you reckon? Um, a lot of people talking about Danhausen at the moment, obviously. Yeah. In other words, for me, no. Uh, I don't want to see any supernatural stuff of any degree whatsoever. Uh, something that I that can't realistically happen in the world is not something I want to see on AEW TV. And look, they've got Chris Statlander on the roster and her gimmick is the galaxy's greatest alien, but she's not piloting a spaceship to the <laughs> ring. She doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. Uh, Abaddon technically a zombie. She's not eating people, no. right? The, the, these characters are a bit goofy. Di uh, Luchasaurus is a dinosaur, but he's not walking around feasting on herbivores. Um, <laughs> these characters exist as gimmicks rather than things that bend reality and do things that are ridiculous. Yeah, we're, we're already a bit like, ooh, with Malachi Black and his lights on, lights yeah, on bollocks. exactly. That's like right there on the line, isn't it? And Tony Khan has said in the past that he, like the Matt Hardy teleporting is the biggest regret of his career as a promoter when, when he went down the stadium. Mm -hmm. That was so strange. Um, but yeah, for me, no supernatural stuff anywhere. Keep that crap for other places. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. Dan Housen is loads of fun. Yes. And I think there is so much you can do with him within the bounds of reality. Yes. You can maybe have people allude to the fact that, oh, maybe I've got, like, maybe someone who does lose quite a lot. Uh, a Peter Avalon type, for example. You can blame it on a yes, curse. Yes, say yeah, blame it on a yeah. curse, but not actually, you know, have him banana peel his yeah. way out of a Take clear a victory. Take a walk of his hair and cast in yeah. a spell or something. But yeah, yeah. I do like Dan Housen. I love it when he does his catchphrase. Venice, my wife. Jesus. That's what he does, isn't it? That's Venice. That's, uh, that's, uh, I thought that was Dan Housen's no, thing. That's, that's how they will. Venice. In it. Comments. <laughs> Let's move on to today's and finally, shall we? I like the idea of someone no selling the curse. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Imagine going, ah, I've cursed you. And something's I think the best, yeah, the best reaction we get is the one we've already got from Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole of like, what the f what is going on here, lads? Yeah. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. I can't believe he did an Ali G impression. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally. Uh, shout out to Maddie at Dafty Moxley on Twitter, who revealed, I'm not sure if this was the people knew this already, but I found it out today, so now you can. Uh, revealed Drew Gulak has trained Bad Bunny for all his wrestling matches, which explains why he's so good. Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Bad Bunny. Yeah, I get it, by the way. Everyone tweet me going, oh, I think you'll find that the Canadian Destroyer actually requires riddles effort, not Bad Bunnies. Right, I get it. It, but still, he's going on tour and he's doing mad bollocks like that in the Rumble. Yeah. But also, as for, as 
I just want to give a nice mention to Drew Gulak because he didn't get very many yeah. nice things at the moment. And he's mint. He deserves better. And congratulations and thank you to him for, for training Bad Bunny because yeah. he's been excellent. Yeah, it? absolutely. And stop trying to take credit away from Bad Bunny for these moves as well. Like, yes, it requires a lot from the person taking the move. But it's not like Riddle can just dead weight a guy oh. through that. You know, it's participation. It's pro wrestling. It's coordination. And it takes a degree of skill to pull this off regardless. Um, and he still took an F5 despite yeah. that he's off on tour like, in a few I, I'm sick of these absolute dorks, you know, just completely undermining... Go on, Andy! Yeah, completely undermining the ability of someone who's come in from another world and dedicated himself 100% yeah. to try and learn and understand and appreciate and respect this craft. He's done better than you could do, comment section guy, unless you're Drew Gulak. Uh, and also, shout-outs to Drew Gulak. I think he does a tremendous job training people behind the scenes. Work we don't always see. Um, I do wish he was on my screen a little bit Yes! More. I really like him as a wrestler, but it's good to know he's influencing people uh, elsewhere and stop being jealous of, being, of, of Bad Bunny, yeah. you total freaks. <laughs> we are fired up today in the What Culture Shooting office. season, baby. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. Uh, you can also, you also let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hardcore Country. You can follow me at Adam Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.